Yeah, I personally try to uh, question uh, about the what the art means for this uh, current situation of pandemic. But I think maybe we have to ask also what this pandemic means to art world. Because uh, due to this pandemic, we can see another domain of the world. Like uh, maybe in, in this situation, we can thinking about the meaning of the liveness. It's not only the liveness of the physical situation, but also there is another kind of liveness. And also uh, during this pandemic, uh, the, the people or the activists, cultural activists, Uh, can redefine about the solidarity that I think we, we, we need to change the, the question what this pandemic means to our world. This is our Connect special edition on how COVID-19 is affecting the art world around South Asia. Hello everyone, welcome to Art Connect. I'm your host, Annalie. And I'm Ipei. Today we are flying to Jong Jakarta, the most popular artist hub in Java Island. As of today, October S, there are a total of 311,176 confirmed cases and 11,374 deaths in Indonesia. The daily increase of cases are still very high. Today, there are over 4,000 cases reported. Right now, the virus has spread to all of the country's 34 provinces, compared to the capital, Jakarta, where there are over 82,000 cases. Zhong Jakarta has remained relatively low in numbers of coronavirus for 2,843 cases. Yeah, in fact, the first case showed up quite late in Indonesia, unlike other countries. The first case in Indonesia was on March 2nd, so uh, most of the South Asian country, they have their first case at the end of January or the beginning of February. So after the first case, the curve has continued to surge and there was no signs of a flattened curve. Yes, indeed. To combat the virus, the Indonesian government has launched several preventive measures. For example, it has implemented the large-scale social restriction PSBB, as known as lockdown to break the chain of the virus spread. On July 14th, the Tourist and Creative Economic Ministry also announced it has been trying to collaborate with artists. The government wishes those artists could help to disseminate a message about the health protocols so that people would listen and follow. Yeah, it's really hard to imagine people how they have to stay such a long time at home and don't know where this entire thing will be over. So I believe even people in less infected regions would probably feel the same way. And that's what we are really curious about too. And since the attention of the most media is on Jakarta, so it makes it harder to update first-hand news in other provinces. Exactly. So today we are pleased to have Chamati Art House, one of the most important platforms for contemporary art in Jongja since 1988, to speak with us. Chamati Art House has been working on several projects in response to the pandemic. And today we are having the current director, Linda Mayasari, and the curator Mansuri Zirik to join with us. Let's welcome Linda and uh, Zikri. Hello, I'm Linda. Hello, I'm Zikri. Thanks for having us here. Thanks for joining us today. Um, so today, uh, Indonesia is one of the most infected countries in Asia. Due to the travel ban, we are unable to get to the first-hand news by ourselves. We are curious about what's happening around Indonesia now. How's Jakarta? And how are you doing these days? 
as uh, an art space, we we committed to still uh, going to uh, the office every day uh, and and doing things um, uh, in, uh, in 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 the office, of course, to running the programs and thinking. Um, and reading, read through the situations and what we can do here now within the situations. Even now, we already four months closing the door for the public and moving all the programs uh, online. Um, and related to the how art then how art then have to struggle with this and moving online, Zikri would have a really uh, sharp uh, uh, observations doing this. And uh, he developing together with the team, he developed several uh, programs uh, in relations to the COVID nineteen as well. Yeah. So when I first received the activities brief from Linda, I can really feel that way. During the pandemic, Chamenti has started several projects. For example, like the Impossible Project, uh, Rizomati Archipelago, Subarship, and. Tokopuku Dion in response to the pandemic. So that's really fantastic. And to be not honest, I was really impressed by the questions Ray you you were trying to raise in these projects. So which greatly reflected not only the new way of life due to COVID nineteen, but also the reality and the future challenge the art world is facing. So what has motivated you to start these projects? Uh, okay, uh, the crisis caused by the pandemic has triggered quite a stressful situation and from a certain point of view, this may create insanity that can have a worse, than, a worse impact than we can imagine. Therefore, it is uh, essential to maintain our condition for staying sane and healthy in the situation of this limited social relation. Uh, but art, in fact, has a real function to maintain such sanity. Of course, our motive for starting some of this project is to survive the threat of the insanity caused by the pandemic. We have initiated several projects which are not only intended to respond or present creative reaction to the existing crisis circumstances, but the orientation of those projects is actually to become a kind of therapy that can create reflective moments on what Chemati has been doing so far. These projects are also expected to open up the opportunities for artistic experiments to get new methods or perspective in accessing the, the art and the art world today. Yeah, yeah uh, Zikri, I noticed that you founded a, a quite a, uh, impressive project and experimental experience for the art, art community. In the Impossible Project, you have raised questions to explore the possibilities of the impossibilities. For you, what are the dialogues happening to explore between these two different things. Yeah, uh, when we talk about art, one thing that should be realized is that art offers speculation in its various manifestations. Art exists not to provide technical solution, but a critical frame of mind. However, in the process of expressing the, that frame of mind or offering those speculations, we are still often caught in the heroic syndrome. I mean, like, the syndrome when artists have to move to solve problems. So I personally, when trying to construct uh, a curatorial framework for this impossible project, trying to avoid the trap of such a heroic syndrome. For example, when we mention the idea of possibility in artistic action, it seems to be something that must be answered like possibility is treated as the first window that must be opened so that we can find something that can be applied functionally as if we need to find something applicative. 
but in this project uh, instead of answering the what is possible to be able to make something happen we try to involve uh, we, we try to invite everybody to celebrate the impossibility of re realizing something and actually in theoretically the idea of this project was inspired by Albert Camus criticism on absurdity the myth of Sisyphus there Camus uh, saw Sisyphus endless effort and intense consciousness of futility as a triumph or a win with the same logic uh, this project also tries to get all of us to see situations that do not allow certain events such as physical encounters to be a triumph also like an alternative triumph or at least an alternative potentiality and another inspiration of course is uh, Antonin Artaud's uh, Theater of Cruelty which is dubbed as uh, the impossible theater and in this uh, artistic imagination uh, of Artaud is impossible to manifest concretely but his radical breakthrough in terms of Thoughts about theater stimulate new language discovery in art history and the world of theater. So, and also another example, uh, our response to this pandemic within the framework of the Impossible Project is the same as art responding the uh, censorship. The difference is uh, if the censorship is held by the authorities, the limitation during this pandemic have arisen from totally different things. So the tactic of exploring and deconstructing obstacles during this pandemic by celebrating them as a potential for artistic language, we hope can trigger our critical thinking about the life of the crisis itself. I see. I uh, I, I heard that the something that uh, quite interests me about the censorship, because the in the during the pandemic the situation is required to follow the top down guidelines. How do you see the censorship in the artistic way? Yeah, the censor itself is actually uh, the limitation of situation, you know. Uh, but uh, I believe that art itself uh, work in the impossibility situation, in the impossible situation, uh, because uh, we we can learn from the the history of arts, contemporary art, and also uh, films that uh, mostly the the visionary language of the arts and and uh, visual language come from the situation with the the state or the authority. Uh, give a uh, strict censorship to the society. Mm. I have another question about censorship as well, because the lockdown is very long in Indonesia, as we know. And I was wondering if this lockdown like enforce more about this censorship in Indonesia in our community. Well, censorship in our context is not really applied like um, the physical censorships, uh, like what Zikri mentions, is uh, driven by uh, or are choreographed by a certain power, but indeed uh, governments also set set the regulations. But uh, each uh, area or district has their own uh, applications or interpretations to that. And the censorships that uh, really uh, make us um, aware now is more into like a, a self censorships where the body is now being suspected, and um, even our own body and also the other's body and we have to deal with this kind of situations you know um, and because in, in the previous times uh, during the Suharto regimes we also uh, uh, experienced this kind um, sort of like a censorship but in different way but somehow this kind of situations of self-censorship also trigger us to, to, to look back at, at the history as well. 
Yeah, I agree with you. And along with the previous question, you've done at least four focus group discussions online with over twenty-two art practitioners from seven regions in Indonesia.、Uh, and、uh, could you share with us what aspect have you discussed in the Impossible Project, and what points do you find most relevant to Cementi Art House? Yeah,、uh, the fundamental aspect we got. From the discussion was, of course, the openness in art practice, which so far has been something Cemeti has always discussed. As an independent institution, which since in the beginning has been building a discourse on contemporary art in Indonesia, Cemeti tries to accommodate、uh, a variety of cultural practitioner who work with different methods, approaches, and mediums. Those focal discussion made us realize that the limited situation due to the pandemic. Should not、uh, let let us to focus on only one way of doing art. For example, just relying on online media, which can also have an impact on how we will select and engage artists.、Uh, and what about the action that are not online? The dis- the discussion also becomes the basis for thinking about developing some further experiment in the impossible impossible project. Which are useful for、uh, building a kind of correspondence and friendship between cultural activists in non-monotonous ways, and also、yeah. from us to rethink the exhibition format or presentation format. Like, is the exhibition as we know it still relevant? Also about the liveness, including about the the how we accept the reality for other liveness in different way from before、uh, pandemic. And also thinking about the virtual exhibition, which in our, in my opinion, also it's quite problematic because、uh, if a virtual exhibition is、uh, only an attempt to get around the limitation of seeing an actually physical exhibition, for us it doesn't provide any novelty. So we, the, the discussion also give us、uh, another key to try find. Uh, experimental form of、uh, presentation and exhibition,、uh, yeah. Yeah, I also think that、uh, back to the Chamati Aha is、uh, keen to the international cultural exchange. So since that you move most of the experimental and the art project online, how did the the rest of the trouble band affect on your side that to continue to do the collaborations worldwide? Because in this project, it's a domestic collaboration. And how did you share the impact, or how did you influence this project to the other artist community? And except for the art projects,、uh, what are the actions you have taken to tackle these problems with local communities? Yeah, well, actually, in the travel bans, we've really evacuated a lot、uh, into our program. For example, like we ha- we have、uh, a regular residency. Where we usually host、um, several artists from abroad and also Indonesia. I mean, Indonesia is not only from Jogja but other cities as well. And um, um, due to these circumstances, then we need to cancel everything related to the to the、uh, physical encounters related to the residency and also the the rest of the program, sort of like a rhizomatic archipelago. Since in this program we working together with ten artists from outside of Java Island. This is actually quite a distance, sort of like a five-hour、uh, flight、um, to get here. And we think that we we cannot stop、uh, to building the relationship with them. Even for example, like we already have、uh, a selected artist for the residency. It's 
supposed to be in March till May, but till now we still have a really good connections with them, and we set up several meetings with them to say hello and then um, sharing um, experience and also empowering each other. And for the Rizomatic Archipelago itself, because um, we really can step this health issues and we realize every 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 invitations toward the art, the artists from outside of Indonesia or uh, outside of Java, we really taking care of them and even the travel bans um, um, among the cities and also among the islands is now open, but we we choose to not to let them come here and then doing things here together with us. That's why we move the conversations through the online. So that's the only way that we can reach um, till today. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you that we should not like stop this cross-cultural or like other connections with the artists or the communities. And the, the project you've mentioned, the Resomatic logo, which aims to explore the association and of art and society. And I think it's quite consistent with today's social and political climate, especially during such tough times. So it seems more relevant to us on how we are going to live together and re-examine our history and democracy. Could you briefly introduce what this project is about and what art practices have you co-created with the collectives? So, well, actually, the Rizomatic Archipelago has been starting since 2019. and uh, uh, in, in the first period of the, that years, we were working together with five artists from outside of Java and three artists from Yogyakarta. Um, in this project, um, we set up several uh, class and workshop. Um, we invite them, of course, to come to Jogja, but we also opened to, because we have uh, three sections of the physical encounters and meetings for a week. The last uh, meetings we conducted in uh, uh, Palu, uh, and then one of the members were uh, hosting uh, this meeting and organizing everything. So, well, actually, this is very happy and meaningful projects to us, um, um, and is is starting uh, like uh, with a limit, very limited sources and a very limited uh, network. But now it's it's growing. Um, we 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 not only engage with these 10 artists, but also now we get connect to the um, uh, art, art scenes uh, in each area as well. Well, actually, this Rhizomatic Archipelago, we already think um, since a long time ago, 2015, when we trying to re-question our residency program, and we thought that, oh, it will be meaningful and really great if we can having artists not only from Java and also abroad, but probably we can invite artists from outside of Java because we share several commons, right? Um, uh, related yes. to history, related to the uh, colonialism and so on. But then, um, of course, we realized that there is a distance of the, uh, uh, like a cultural distance set up since the colonial time when Java uh, always considered as the centrals and the other islands or the other part of Indonesia are a peripheral area. And in these projects, we're trying to deconstruct this kind of uh, relationship and trying to build a mutual understanding and communications. And we also allow all the artists participants to, to share their thought and even uh, uh, throw, throw any idea for our uh, collective programmings in the tables and we can elaborate it. Together and it's already happened. 
Yeah, I, I love the, the concept you mentioned to reconstruct the relationship uh, between the outside of the Java Island or from the other archipelago islands in Indonesia. And the coronavirus has pushed all of uh, our entire life into the digitalization. I think uh, Chamati Aos has put some projects online. How's the feedback received by the audience or from the art communities? And how is the Indonesian art community adopting this digital transformation? Yeah, uh, actually, uh, we just have uh, two uh, projects that uh, work, uh, that we uh, done, uh, that we run for uh, specifically for online uh, uh, platform. Uh, the first one is Sebarship. It's like to share uh, our archive uh, with uh, a new interpretation by the Chemati team through uh, social media. And also uh, the last one is uh, Toko Bukuliong. Uh, and the Toko Bukuliong itself is like uh, 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 we try to transform the, the, the first idea of a physical exhibition into uh, online uh, presentation. Uh, so far, we, we do not uh, use the uh, virtual exhibition as a term for the presentation. We just use the online presentation or web-hosted uh, presentation because we think that uh, uh, thinking about the virtual exhibition is not as simple as uh, transform the physical uh, form into uh, digital uh, visualization. Uh, I think that the, vis uh, the uh, online exhibition has its own uh, characteristic and nature that we, we need to uh, think more uh, clearly. And I think that the, the system and also the facilitation in Indonesia is not enough yet to realize this kind of exhibition. Even though some uh, institution outside of Yogyakarta, I, I see that they, they try to organize like a virtual exhibition, but I think it's not uh, like what I imagine as a virtual exhibition. And regarding to Toko Bukuliong, uh, it's uh, quite interesting because the discussion of the, the main uh, content of the presentation itself become more deep because uh, the, the, the presentation of the speakers of the events can expand the, the form and the archive presented by the uh, curator and of the artist in the uh, Toko Bukuliong project. Uh, in the project of Sabarset, uh, you, you also mentioned the curator's position in this like intervention. Uh, how would you define curator's intervention in this kind of archival project? Yeah, the idea is actually to counter the convention about the how to present archives. In, this, in the context yes. of Sabarset, we do not only uh, just show the archive as a uh, historical narrative, but we need to give a new meaning in the context of our current situation. Uh, like, for example, how we see uh, the position of Chemati at the beginning uh, uh, when the contemporary art in Indonesia still not get the, the good established and how this uh, current generation, uh, the, the generation of uh, uh, millennial see the, the, the history of the Chemati. So, uh, curatorial intervention is alternative way to give more uh, challenge for the reader to to interpret also uh, what the meaning of the archive itself. Ah, I see. So, uh, Zikri, you're the creator to Chimanti House. Along with the previous questions, I was wondering, what do you think? What's the challenge as a curator to do this project? Yeah, it's it 
becomes a problematic because uh, honestly uh, in my in my uh, generation Chemati is a very established uh, institution you know when we see this archive we can face how established this uh, institution but we need to admit that this uh, established institution also uh, uh, one of the inspiration for the young generation to to uh, develop their own practices in art also in visual uh, culture so giving giving the new interpretation of the archive itself is uh, our challenging because how we can make a relation from the past and to, to to this current situation and also our imagination for the future about the contemporary art in Indonesia. And along to the new normal, how would you define it in art scene in Indonesia? And I think as an art goes beyond the physical presentation, it will change how people experience, appreciate, and preserve the art. So from the your inside, how would you imagine the changes that brought out by the pandemic in the future? Yeah, um, to working with the virtual platforms, we also not only utilizing all the possibility provided by the technology, but we also trying to get a sense of the media cultures itself. Since we also realize that um, we are now living in a compiled forms of the systems that involve direct and mediated experiences. On the one hand, the direct experiences mediated by families, stakeholders, religion still has roles in providing social identity and also choreographing behavior and determining this morality as well in our society. But while in another hand, the advance of the communications technology in Indonesia, which has just actually really just begins um, in around 90s, I think, then we realized that the terms of the direct experience becoming very ambiguous when it, it is used to reverse the types of experience that come from outside uh, of the online world. Because now the online world has become part of the reality now. Like what Zigri mentions, our generations, the millennial generations, has their own way to dealing with this kind of um, circumstances. They they living in between, um, you know, the materiality of life and also the virtual uh, reality itself. So um, related to the Chimati, and I'm really happy to working with the all young people because I'm the eldest in this team. <laughs> I have a language barrier and also um, they, they, they sort of like have their own reasons, they, 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 their own language um, and, and I cannot get into that. And that's why I let them, you know, I, I was born in 1985 and still uh, experiencing all the traditional way um, and now uh, we're living in this in this world with the complexity and with these young people sometimes it's like what okay spotify I'm <laughs> okay so it's, it's like a you know a distance to reimagining uh, uh um, the futures um, um within this pandemic probably we will shift in in also not only in the art practices of the art world but the way how we live is will, will be also changed you know because it's already almost a year yeah uh, in indonesia and um, we getting used to these situations and um, um, depending a lot to the technology and so on so actually it's really hard for me to envision because i'm digital uh, immigrants you know not 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 like 
other members of this team, they are they are native of the digitals, you know. Probably these terms will mix and shape the new languages, the new way of we uh the, the new way of working and even the way how we connect each other and also perceiving our bodies. Yeah, I feel like this uh, pandemic is like pushing every one of us, no matter your like generation before the millennials, and the pandemic is pushing us to learn like the language of the millennial or the new generation. So it's, uh, I think there's pros and cons, and it's quite complicated. And another question I would like to ask uh, is that uh, COVID-19 has drastically hit Indonesia, and I believe it's heavily devastated the livelihood of a lot of people. So were there any kinds of government relief packages provided for the creative industry? And if not, how does Chimanti sustain itself to get through this period of time? Well, actually, our government is now getting better because we are lucky for having Hilmar Farid uh, sitting at the boards of the Ministry of Education and Cultures. Since he is not a civil servant, but he comes from the the academic world and also activists. He's a historian, so he quite understands what happens in the grounds on what what, what the art practitioners uh, need. Even sometimes we also realize that in that board, sittings and that board, he has two dealings with other people with very different minds. In Jakarta, we 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 also have uh, Indonesian art coalitions that is established in 2030, and still still working to advocate um, and uh, playing roles as a paralegals for the art practitioners and also artists from Indonesia. And those kind of infrastructures, I think, is really important. We got uh, support from the government. Very, very first experience is in 2030 when we celebrate our 25 year. And I don't know how Mela and Nindit struggles be worse to run this space and running a very intensive art program and supporting the artists and curators, writers and designers, building up the infrastructures. I, I was wondering, I would like to hear from you because you all stand from a different position. So uh, how do you see the role of the artists and an art organization during this pandemic? Yeah, one thing that we still hold and we are happy for having these things is uh, there is a, 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 a solidarity between um, all the stakeholders in the art scenes because uh, in different way and different platforms the art space within their struggles they also think about other you know like uh, how to support the artists how to get uh, art mm-hmm. practices to yeah. sustain and the artist also thinks about how then to support the art art space Because probably the art space has a limited sources or a financial thing, so they probably just only like get the support a little bit from the in, the the inviter, and then they accept that as well. And they they not only working based on the invitations or uh, art platforms or events that created by um, art space or galleries, but they also initiate something by themselves. So if we look at the map uh, from the top to perceive the situations in the art scene in Indonesia, I will say the solidarity is still quite high and strong. For example, like uh, last month, uh, we got invitations from Mia Maria and friends from Jakarta who initiated one platform called Crucial. Um, they gather almost a hundred um, 
alternative art space in around Indonesia to share their thoughts and to share their struggles and initiate trying to initiate something together to support each other. And it's not the only one uh, uh, forms of the solidarity, but we still have many of it. And that's why we are really um, feels like get uh, em- empowered by that, these situations, even as we almost collapsing, um, of course, in terms of the financials and also the limitations that all happens within these uh, circumstances, yeah? And for me, yeah, I personally try to uh, re-question uh, about the, what the art means for this uh, current situation of pandemic. But I think maybe we have to ask also what this pandemic means to art world. Because uh, due to this pandemic, we can see another domain of the world. Like uh, maybe in, in this situation, we can thinking about the meaning of the liveness. It's not only the liveness of the physical situation, but also there is another kind of liveness. And also uh, during this pandemic, uh, the, the people or the activists, cultural activists, uh, can redefine about the solidarity that I think we, we, we need to change the, the question what this pandemic means to our world I think that's mm-hmm. better so last question to uh, all of you so what would you like to do first after this pandemic is over for me of course um, we need to re-choreograph everything uh, within Timothy this is like almost everything related to the programming, the curatorial directions, and also the logistics that we have. And one thing that I um, really want to continue is to uh, to make a research uh, about uh, the media uh, cultures and how it will t- um, lead us to get our a form or format a new world and a new way of working, not only in artistic practices, but the whole life, I think. And regarding to uh, our current program, after the pandemic, we will wrapping up all the material of the Impossible Project to the people. <laughs> <laughs> we plan to make a physical exhibition about this uh, current situation, like what we got uh, in the process of uh, focal discussion, also our experiments in the context of Impossible Project, and we will provide it to, to the people. So it's like maybe like uh, remembering the this global uh, situation that very important because it gives uh, uh, many changes to this outward. Okay, thank you. Yeah. And I, I was really like moved by the discussion, and I think this discussion is very like profound. And I especially like the ideas. And during this pandemic, we are trying to imagine the unimaginable and we really need to reflect on how this pandemic means, means to the our community. I think the discussion really gives a new like perspective on how we can look at this. So thank you for coming. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Ipei. And I'm Annalie. Thanks for listening to our Connect. Subscribe to our Connect on Apple Podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to this podcast. Stay connected with us next time and stay well.